The following is a special sponsored edition of the Big Four Bio Podcast. Daniel Levine, and this is the Big Four Bio Podcast. Biotech investors and executives are expected to flock to San Francisco for a set of annual conferences in January. The Biotech Showcase has grown into a critical meeting to start the new year. With concerns about the pandemic receding, it's already attracting a large number of registrations. This year's event offers a rich agenda and will include the Digital Medicine and MedTech Showcase, the Asia Showcase, and the Seed Showcase. We spoke to Sarah Demi, founder and CEO of Demi Colton, which co-produces the Biotech Showcase with the EDB Group, about what's in store at this year's event, the large number of partnering meetings that are already scheduled, and what participants can do to get the most out of the conference. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Hey, Danny. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. We're going to talk about the Biotech Showcase, the three specialized showcases incorporated into it, and how participants can get the most out of this year's event. We've finally seen a return to in-person conferences in a robust way this year. Biotech Showcase is a, a bit of a hybrid, but not all of it will be online. What's the plan this year? Yeah, so it's probably less of a hybrid than you think it is uh, right now. Um, the The only thing that we're doing, most of it is going to be in person. All biotech sh- showcase and all of its baby showcases will be in person uh, this year. Presenting companies will be in person. We do have allocated a time to include some virtual company presentations this year. And um, that's a very small percentage of the overall uh, number of presenting companies. Those, corp- those company presentations will actually be scheduled rec- and presented. The recordings will be presented in the company presentation rooms at Biotech Showcase. So our objective is to give the, uh, those, those virtual presenting companies as much airtime and face time as we possibly can, even though they're not there in person. So um, the other virtual aspect of Biotech Showcase this year will be our partnering um, meetings, which will take place the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the following week after J.P. Morgan. So we continue, you know, one-on-one meetings. Um, uh, everything else, I think we're, we're doing audio recordings of the content. That will be added to the partnering system so you can hear the audio version of it. We're not doing any um, video recordings. What have you learned from producing this conference through a pandemic? And are you doing anything different this year? Oh, so how much time do you have for the learnings? (laughs) So I think during the pandemic, the one thing that um, that I think everybody who's done meetings and converted to doing them virtually during the pandemic time will will underscore the fact that people need to see and be and meet with other people. You know, that's that's the reason that I think Biotech Showcase 
um, in the last two years during the pandemic was as successful as it was. It, it, it was scary going into it virtually, I have to admit. Um, but it enabled us to bring in um, people that could not otherwise be at the meeting, could not join us in person. So there is an upside to um, to virtual uh, a virtual option because you can expand your reach tremendously. Um, but still, you know, doing it in person is what everybody really, um, I, I believe, missed during these last few years. There, you can't replace uh, bumping into somebody, hearing somebody speak, uh, shaking somebody's hand, sitting down and having a conversation about a new different technology or modality, um, you know, starting, you know, the, that process of potential partnership or investment flowing. And it, it all takes personal interaction. It, it doesn't happen virtually. Um, we had, we, we do know, I do know that, um, you know, some of our CEOs who are experienced were able to do significant fundraising while they were sitting on their patio in their shorts and their flip-flops, that's how they did their roadshows, which was brilliant. I mean, brilliant. But that is something that is really only accessible and available to those CEOs who are experienced and who already have raised funds and who already know investors. So for the newer companies coming up that may not have that same depth of knowledge and um, introduction into that community, there's nothing can replace the in-person part of it. So I think that's something that we learned. The event brings together investors and innovators and kicks off the new year in biotech alongside the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference. What role has this event come to play in for life science companies, particularly as they think about fundraising in the new year? I think biotech showcase the the genesis of it was um, CEOs saying to me back, uh, now it's going to be 15 years, believe it or not, that biotech showcase will be taking place, that small biotech companies who were not public really had no place at the JP Morgan conference. Therefore, there was nobody, there was no platform for them. So I think Biotech Showcase has expanded what it, what it does over, over the years. We have become the place for the newer companies, for the innovative companies, for the companies that are not seen and heard everywhere else. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's why people tend to, you know, attend Biotech Showcase. For all the other larger companies, of course, meeting them in person is, you know, is always an important thing. But you can always get their corporate presentation or join a conference call online. For a lot of the smaller companies, in particular those that are private, you can't do that yet. You have to meet with the companies and you have to sit down and talk to them about their technology and or hear their, their presentation. So that's, that's the role we play. For those attending in person, are there any special requirements they'll need to follow because of COVID precautions? Not at this time. Early on, um, because of the nature of Biotech Showcase being in the center of San Francisco next to JPM and all the events that will take place around it, uh, we knew that there was no way that we could actually adequately check 
uh, COVID uh, uh, vaccination status. So we will follow the guidelines um, of the city of San Francisco, their, their health guidelines. Uh, that's what we plan to do this year. And we do, of course, hope everybody is vaccinated and everybody's healthy. We do, uh, people need to wear masks. We encourage them to do so. Uh, we don't want anybody to be sick. For people not familiar with the event, can you give a sense of who it attracts and what people can expect? It, it, it tends to attract um, investors that may not be, you know, be the, the largest investors uh, um, around. They may not have the largest funds. They're investors that are looking for new novel uh, companies. So we bring together... Um, biotech companies, digital medicine, medtech, AI, ML, uh, virtual reality, you know, innovators, you know, in, in our space. Uh, we bring together investors who are looking for, as, as well as business development executives who are looking uh, to uncover uh, new or novel uh, innovation or new companies that they should either follow or invest in. Uh, we bring together an ecosystem that is supportive of this particular sector, uh, including all, all everything that we have under our under our canopy, so to say. They're supportive of of that. So I'm I'm speaking about you know the law firms, the advisory firms, the 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 consultants in our space who um, who all play a very important role in moving uh, this particular industry forward. One of the big draws of the conference is the opportunity for companies to meet with investors and potential partners. How active is the partnering portion of the conference? Well, I will have you know, I just pulled the stats this morning <laughs> so, uh, so that I could answer this question accurately. So right now in our one-on-one -on -one meeting system, we have 23,464 uh, meeting requests. We have about 1,400 companies to date. I mean, we have many more companies registered for the meeting. They, they're just not active in the system yet. Uh, we, can uh, we can do 9,086 meetings on site. And the following week, when we do this virtually, we can do 57,000 meetings, but we don't think we'll get to that number. And um, how can... Um, so in, um, in 2020, we did 8,112 meetings. In 2021, 6,021 meetings. Difference, uh, you know, it being a virtual meeting. And last year, we did 5,835 meetings. So, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity to, to meet. I know that we're stretched for meeting space already. It's been a tough year for life science companies on the financing front. How is this shaping up in terms of interest in this year's partnering forum? It's, well, it's, it's huge. Uh, uh, we have, um, well, the partnering front, uh, I, uh, I just gave you those, some of those numbers, but on the company presentation front, if you will, we have 357 presenting companies to date. And I know that as, I, as you and I are speaking, more requests to present are coming in. Of those 357 um, um, presenting companies, only 11 of them are virtual. So that'll give you an idea of the type of activity 
that one can expect to take place in the uh, the one-on-one -on -one meeting system, the partnering system. It will be robust, to say the least. What is Biotech Showcase, aside from just hosting this, what does it do to facilitate the connection between investors and companies and potential partners? Our partnering software, I would humbly say is probably one of the most sophisticated in our space. It's been developed over many years by our partner EBD Group. And it is a very smart system that enables companies to find uh, potential investors, potential partners uh, rather easily in the system to request meetings, to communicate with one another, to share documents, even to show a company presentation. So that that makes that part of it, you know, really, really very robust and important for all of our participants. The other aspect, which is not the partnering system, but it's also participation in our company presentations, the ability to interact in person, you know, kind of on the fly, if you will, after you've heard a company presentation, uh, participation in the um, in our program where we actively encourage um, questions. Um, so there's a lot of supported interaction, if you will, uh, in addition to the one-on-one -on -one meeting system, the partnering system, Danny. It's a packed agenda this year as always. People can view the agenda at biotechshowcase.com, but as you think about the offerings, is there a focus? What will attendees walk away with this year? Ah, uh, that's a, that's a re really good question. Um, I think the tone of many of the discussions and the prep calls that we've uh, already started to have for the, um, for the programming portion of this meeting is that it's like we're getting back to work. We will get beyond this. You know, the tone is, Yes, it's a difficult time for many companies, and certainly um, we are losing companies because they're not able to, 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 to finance or to get additional funding or another partner at this time. But it's considered a, by many people a correction, if you will. And there's a very positive attitude. I mean, yes, we are going through pain, but there's a positive at attitude that we will get beyond this. And that the business of biotechnology, the business of development, developing therapeutics and treatments and cures is not going to go away. There will always be a need for it. So we will have investors. There is money around to invest in companies. There are part, potential partners. There are opportunities that are being sought by pharma and larger biotech companies and biotech to biotech companies. So there are plenty of opportunities, despite the fact that we are going through, you know, a, 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 a cold, a cold winter, so to say, let me, let me use that term. Uh, um, um, but it's, it's, we will get to the other side of this. I think that's the tone. That's what I hear from everybody that we are, um, that we are speaking to and interacting with right now. It's tough, but we're going to get through it. The biotech showcase includes the digital medicine and medtech showcase the asia showcase and the seed showcase 
do, do people have to register for each? No, no. You buy a ticket for Biotech Showcase and you have access to everything that we offer. And this year, uh, Danny, I don't know if you know it, but we will all, we, everything is going to be over in the Hilton this year, as opposed to being in the Park 55 and the Hilton. So we brought everything in. It's, it's a tough fit, but we have everything under one roof this year. <laughs> is, can you walk us through each of those showcases? Let, let, let's start with the Digital Medicine and MedTech Showcase. Give us a brief overview and, and highlights for what people can expect. So for each showcase, and um, I think this is uh, uh, something that you will find when you take a look at the program, uh, we will talk about the, we'll, we'll start with an overarching theme to, and speak about the, the state of the industry, what's going on currently. And I think in, the, in, in digital medicine, I think there's a lot of uh, enthusiasm, if you will, for the new technologies that are coming out that will help affect uh, healthcare. Uh, so we will have a state of the industry. We'll talk about the big picture, and then we'll uh, dive into um, uh, you know what it takes to uh, develop uh, digital technology, healthcare technology what one has to do to get it um, through the FDA, get it approved, and ultimately get it. Uh, you know, uh, to the to the point where it can be reimbursed. Um, we want to talk about who is funding uh, new um, new digital technologies. What kind and and the investors in this space are a bit different than the investors in biotech. Uh, and we will also talk about what one can expect in the future from digital uh, therapeutics. So we're really, I I think I think the lines, if you will, that demarc biotech and biopharma and digital, uh, you know, uh, technology are blurring and into, they're all becoming therapeutics. So it's, it's, you know, it's an extension of the armamentarium, if you will, for healthcare. How about the Asia Showcase? So the Asia Showcase, the Asia Pacific Showcase, we changed it. It used to be the China Showcase, um, basically because of the um, the um, political situation, if you will, in in China. It's it's on pause for the time being. There's no question that Asia, that China is an extremely important market, but I, I think that um, what biotech companies were looking for were you know, active partners, investment coming from China. And that's, you know, that's on pause. That's, you know, that's quiet right now. So what we've done is we've taken a, a look at including all the other markets in the Asia Pacific area that are really important in our ecosystem. That includes South Korea, it includes Taiwan, it includes Japan, uh, it includes Singapore, and it includes Australia. Each one of these market areas have something really important to offer in the development of therapeutics. I mean, you know, just an example, many companies that I know of do their clinical trials. They have to you know, run out of Australia. It's a very big place for that. So, Finally, there's the seed showcase. What can people expect there? Well, um, they can expect to talk about funding in the seed showcase. We have one panel that will take place. 
it's really kind of kind of exciting um, because we have so many new exciting companies uh, that are uh, that are coming up. We have a total of fifty nine as of this morning, and I know more are coming in. So we may get to seventy seed uh, companies. Um, it will be preceded, if you will, preceded that 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 rhymes in a way um, by by a panel that will talk about you know who's funding. Uh, seed companies, what they're looking for, um, uh, and and the types of investments that they're going to to make, and and frankly, uh, to advise these early uh, companies, early entrepreneurs, how to go about connecting with investors to uh, to bring them in to support their companies and what they're doing. So it's exciting. Seed showcase is always really a, it's kind of a stand standing room only crowd when we do our seed showcase. Is there still an opportunity for companies to present this year at the biotech showcase? Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, by the time uh, we're finished with this call, our numbers of requests to present will be out of date. (laughs) And what advice would you offer people for how they can get the most out of this year's event? Well, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a CEO or, or management of a company, I encourage you to consider presenting. Um, uh, there's still room, there's still opportunity for that. Actively participate in one-on-one meetings. For those that are presenting, make sure you promote the fact that you are presenting at Biotech Showcase on any social media. We have tools to help people do that. Uh, which we're 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 actively sending all notes and emails to our CEOs to let them know how they can actively promote their their company presentation on social media. For those that are um, that are not CEOs of companies or management teams of presenting companies, come and listen to the companies. Um, you the program is available uh, online. You can view the uh, schedule of presenting companies online. I believe the book with the descriptions of the presenting companies will be available online uh, in, in a week or so. But in the meantime, you can go out and take a look at the links to the companies to get an idea of who, who they are and what they're about. We have companies presenting in uh, uh, 70 different categories at Biotech Showcase this year with, with all of our, our baby uh, baby showcases. Um, and also, I think our content is going to be really important. We have a lot of, we'll have a lot of discussions in particular during our lunch and plenary sessions um, about some of the challenges that our industry is facing right now, um, what companies can do, should do to plan for some of those challenges, um, and, and, and kind of a, a, a big discussion, if you will, on the current state of financing and where we think it's going to go with some people that that know an awful lot more than I do about that. So I think all of it will be really informative. People interested in more information can go to biotechshowcase.com. Sarah Demi, founder and CEO of Demi Colton, which co-produces the Biotech Showcase with the EDB Group. Sarah, thanks so much for your time today. Danny, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Big Four Bio podcast is brought to you by Big Four Bio, a leading aggregator service of four of the top life sciences centers in the world. 
Boston, San Diego, Philadelphia, and the San Francisco Bay Area. To subscribe for free to Big Four's daily newsletters, go to bigfourbio.com. This podcast is produced by the Levine Media Group for Big Four Bio. Our theme music is provided for the podcast by the Jonah Levine Collective and appears on the album Attention Deficit on Alpha Pup Records.